right, guys, we're at the Cosmopolitan, Hoops and Hops. Um, wow, a lot going on here. Welcome to the Dave Chang Show, part of the Ringer Podcast Network, presented by Major Dome Media. Uh, if this seems surreal, it is. <laughs> we're at Hoops and Hops at the Cosmopolitan, Las Vegas, uh, a casino I know very well. I have a restaurant here. Uh, we have Bong Bar. I think we have, like, another restaurant here, <laughs> You have another I, restaurant here. I get, I get blurry when I'm here. Uh, we're with Chris Yang, who I, I think is four or five drinks in already. Yeah, I mean, counting last night, yeah, I can see carryover, yes. And uh, we have a guest today. The best way to talk about Jeff Ma is to search our podcast we did with Jeff Ma pre-pandemic. He is one of the most interesting men in the world. And if they were going to recast the Dos Equis man, <laughs> in a multiverse, he is the Dos Equis man. It's true. Um, welcome, Jeff. Thanks, Dave. No, but this is also the culmination. We've been, Dave and I have been working up to this sports and food culture month, culminating with this episode. We are here in the Hoops and Hops for the uh, between college February, basketball tournament. For the college basketball tournament uh, with Jeff Ma, Vegas The one expert. that's not the NIT. The one that we have, the not. I wonder if we can say NIT. It's, uh, it's the not in tournament. It's the not in tournament. It's yeah. um, it's St. Patrick's Day. So if anybody's wondering, so St. Patrick's Day in the middle of the basketball tournament, you have I'm a, wondering why you I'm have a sports so betting and analytics podcast called Betting the Process. Bet the process. Bet the process. You are. I mean, he's he's not he's not dumb. He's not dumb. He's the he's the opposite of dumb. He's Has dumb. anyone that graduated from MIT actually stupid like intelligence wise? Uh, depends what kind of intelligence. Exactly. Yeah. But I like, mean, there's like uh, street smarts, empathy, all those skills. No, no, no. We don't care about that. Very uh, like low real EQ. smarts. Yeah. The stuff that you can measure. I have a fraternity brother that I always say is the dumbest guy that ever graduated from MIT, and he's pretty smart. So, so you've done, but you've done data anal analysis for Microsoft, Twitter, 49ers, yep. Trailblazers, yep. ESPN, everybody. Yes. But most importantly, you're here because when we were thinking about who knows Vegas. Right. We played this a little bit last time we had dinner. What do you think the over-under is on number of times Jeff's been to Vegas? Well, considering over the past three years, when you could start to travel again, I must have gotten a dozen text messages from Jeff. <laughs> Dude, come on. Let's go to Vegas. Everyone needs that devil on their left shoulder, right? So do the, do the, do, give me a quick. I think in the past three years, he's been here at least 12 times. Okay, three years, 12 times. Yeah, that's handicapped by the pandemic. I think, you know, I've been, I'm 50 years old. Yeah. I've been to go to Vegas for Asian, 30 Asian years. don't crack. Yeah. Oh my God, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, roughly 20 to 30 times a year. So probably close to seven, 800 times in my life. That's pretty good. There's a reason why he can only play uh, games like craps. We yeah. can't talk about that. You listen to the other podcasts, you'll understand why. But the funniest thing is this fucking guy who's really smart, believes in science and logic and rational thought, actually loves luck, the idea of luck. He's talking about getting a first-time roller in craps. Yeah. Come on, man. Well, I mean... Why do you play craps if you don't believe there's some level of luck, right? I mean, ultimately, you know, like, craps is a game where if you play, you're at about a 2% disadvantage, 3% disadvantage to the casino. 
you have to believe there's some level of luck that can get you past that. And one of the things that people always talk about are, are virgins, right? Virgin rollers, people who've never rolled before. And their first roll, they always do particularly well. But last night, we tried to prove that with science. And uh, Jamie, Chris's wife, disproved it. So she Propped went, out for a shot? Yeah, she's, pretty much. She's a cooler. She's a cooler. She, she seems a little coolerish. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, when I play craps, I'm not using luck. Right. I'm trying to like activate telekinesis and move the dice with my mind. Oh, you're, it's not luck for you. It's pure skill, you're saying. Pure. I mean, that's a much better way to go. Yeah. For sure. I mean, they talk a lot about like, you know, have you heard of the concept of advantage players? So advantage players, like card counting is a type of advantage play, meaning like you can actually, you know, look at the cards and you count them, blah, 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 blah. Advantage players are guys that come up with like, real like they they can see the bottom card before the Phil Ivy shit yeah yeah like that kind of stuff and those guys can get 15 20 percent edges right card counting is only like a two percent edge so it's like that's you know if you can do telekinesis it can move the dice that's much better than anything that that's a hundred percent well in order I don't want people to catch on to what I'm doing so I I lose more than I win that's a good yeah that's a good it's a good, good cover yeah i asked you okay i asked i did ask jeff this last night does he have to fight the asian uh uh gravitational force toward sort of superstition and he said absolutely not if you're when you're in a casino do you fight do you give in to your superstition actually or do you do you fight the urge no i actually i turn into a fucking robot <laughs> you actually do you can I shut do. it off i do i know i get mad you know, I gotta, I gotta, I, I gotta, I, I turn into a, a Vulcan with an addiction problem. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, you're just cold, calculating, rational. Full tilt. Dude. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I was wondering, but look, okay, okay, so like part of it, though, like part of superstition, part of like the whole thing with gambling is like, you invent stories to make it more fun too, right? Like you bet the team you want, you bet your heart, you bet whatever. Craps is a game is a, is a social thing. I mean, you played craps last night. I was surprised because don't you technically have an edge if you play against the table? No, you don't have an edge either way. The, the, against the table is slightly better. Yeah, for sure. But the payout is less. Nice. Okay. No. It's like uh, yeah, probably like a little lower variance at the end of the day, but like generally they're equal, close to equal, and it's kind of just more fun for me at least, right? If you're a contrarian, right? That he knows I like nature, betting against the table. By, by, yeah, there were a couple of people that showed up yesterday that saw that we were together and they wanted to come play craps with you because they also play don't pass yes. and they felt like it'd be really fun to play don't pass with Dave. Chang. Most people are that do that are considered pricks. Yeah, nobody uh -huh. likes that person, and I'm not here to make friends. No. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I'm generally a contrarian also, but I've never embraced. Betting, the dark side? Yeah, and it's like stupid because I probably should. Last night, one of the guys rolled up, and for about 30 minutes, probably, there was like zero numbers or points made. It was just all number, number seven, number, number seven, number, number seven. So, Did you win any money? I didn't, I didn't gamble yesterday. Uh, I was unable to show up yesterday because it's the running theme, as I talk about, is the extreme back pain that I'm in. So I'm, I was not able to make it. Um, yeah. Basically, I have a broken back. Yeah, I know. Yeah. We don't need to talk about that, but <laughs> I wish I was here. Wish I was gambling. But I'm now wondering if I can't even gamble. 
I don't know how I'm going to do this. So I've asked for um, an electronic wheelchair buggy thing. So I can be one of those gamblers. Yeah, there you You're go. You're going to roll up oh, to the yeah, thing. Oh, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. I also have to cook a dinner tomorrow at the Bellagio. Yeah. Which I don't know how I'm going to do. So we have Max and, and Jude coming in. We got to do a Chateau Margot dinner. $5,000 a head. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I don't know how I'm going to do that. Uh, I saw, I ran into Jude and, and, and Max last night at Momofuku and they were both, they were excited to do it. Max newly, newly wed or about a year. So I hadn't seen those guys forever. They'll carry you. You know that episode of uh, uh, Eastbound and Down where he takes all those pills, drugs, and he's like, work, drugs, work. That's what I feel like right now. <laughs> so the other thing is, so Jeff is, you're an expert in Vegas beyond the, the tables. Last night we had dinner at Momofuku at 6.30. And we were, we were sort of reaching the end of dinner and trying to decide what to do next. And Jeff, you were like, well, for starters, we've done this all wrong. Nobody eats dinner in Vegas at 6.30. No way. Yeah, it was so early. <laughs> you fucked up your entire night. So explain that and like walk me through like how it is ideally supposed to actually happen. I mean, typically you eat dinner at like nine, right? You probably go gamble a little bit pre-dinner, have a cocktail. Like, so, like you meet up, like everyone's kind of straggling mm -hmm. uh, like in Vegas. And so like people kind of meet down at the casino from between seven and eight. You have a couple cocktails. You have a nine o'clock reservation that you hopefully push back a couple times because you got a hot run going on the craps tables and you don't want to leave. Finally, you go upstairs, you eat, and then you're at around 1130, 11, you finish dinner and then you go do something like either go gamble more or go to a club or whatever you're going to do. Ideal group size to come to Vegas with? It's either, honestly, six or like 24. <laughs> because what happens with the 24 breaks into three, two or three groups, which is yeah. fun because then you're really like diversifying your bets in the casino. In, you know, some people might go to the club, some people might go to another kind of club. Right. And you're constantly keeping each other update, right? Yeah. Updated what's this going is good. on. This is good. Because you're trying good. to actually maximize your fun. Right. So I, I'm a big fan of the 24 plus. Because I, I, I love, I love the, what you're saying about the 24 because six is a good number of people to be hanging out with at a Probably single six time. Six is only half usually gambling. That's what I'm so. But it's fun. six is a good amount of people to be hanging out with. But getting six people all aligned is difficult. 24, you can mix and match six at a time and go do things. I like the 24. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I was like, interesting to see where you're going with that. I think I think the big crews are good. And like the, the point that you make about, you always, the, the other thing about planning a Vegas trip is you do have to plan around people that gamble and don't gamble. Because if you have a, a bunch of people that don't gamble, they're just gonna be bored out of their mind when you gamble. But that's not necessarily true. The people that don't gamble may have other kinds of addictions. Right. <laughs> Got it. They might be degenerates in other ways. Got it. So you Got really it. need them. They're like a real wild card. So it's like representation yeah. for degeneracy. And I'd also say it's really good to bring someone that doesn't gamble and is extremely responsible mm -hmm. because they can act as the chaperone sometimes. Mm -hmm. Not as a tool, but as like, you can depend on that should something go awry. Right. I speak from not experience. That All makes right. a lot of sense. So the so the group number ideally is is yeah 
20, like a large group. I don't think it's, I don't think I should go explain all the things that I've seen and done in Las Vegas. <laughs> I don't think that would be appropriate. Here's Are we allowed to say those words here? No, okay, good. <laughs> Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co forward slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. I mean, the other thing is, I there's there's this funny thing when like both of you guys are, are getting ready for a Vegas trip. I think there's a different preparation where you guys have the city. We were talking about this a little bit last night. You have Vegas dialed, like your Vegas dialed yeah, yeah, yeah. in. You know, yeah. the right person, yeah. how to do this yeah. and do all this thing. Like, I don't think the average person no. does that, right? The average person, no idea. No idea. we just we just we. We come to the airport, we get lost trying to find whatever taxi line, we go to our hotel, we do our thing, we have our reservations. But like, well, you can get lost in the taxi line, but you can, and you should, take an Uber. Yes, yes. You, I got lost trying to find my Uber. Uh, our co-sponsor, <laughs> not sponsoring this episode, actually. So take a lift. <laughs> what, um, what, talk me through your process, Chang, of like, what is it, how does like this city dialed in, for like, how are you dialed into Vegas? Um, there, there are layers, much like life, right? There are layers, and, and like New York City, in the sense of it's about getting access to doors. If you live in New York, as long as I have, like I've been through most, I, I don't say all, but I've been through many, many doors. Mm-hmm. Las Vegas has its different doors. Right. Ignorance is bliss. If you don't, it's not a problem if you don't know those doors exist at all. Right. You may go through a door and be like, that's the last door. Wrong. (laughs) There's so many fucking doors. And I have, I don't know how to explain. I've seen a lot of fucking crazy shit here. I love this town. My wife fucking hates it. It's always a problem. But it's, it's, I'm always shocked at the amount of doors that you can have access to. At this point, Jeff, like, are you still ever when was the last time you, you like realized there was a door you didn't know there was a door to? Like you were in Vegas, you said, holy shit, there's a door? I can get to this? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think I think you're always learning about yeah. new things you can do here and new ways you can short circuit the system, right? And ultimately, like, you know, there's restaurants, there's clubs, there's special clubs, there's all those things. And like, it's all about efficiency here, right? Like yesterday, we went, and took a car to win to go to Delilah to go check it out because I wanted them to see the show and experience the chicken fingers there. And one of the key things there is knowing like what entrance to get dropped off at. Otherwise, like you're walking for him, it would have taken years like to get there at this point. So, but yeah, no, it, it it's like those little short 
circuits and efficiency. And all, you know, a lot of it's about you know who you know, like like you know, there there's a back entrance to almost every casino. I mean, to every club. So there's a you know, there's like a, back in the days when Omnia was a super hot club, like we would they literally they would literally take us through a back way where you went through like kitchens and like you know backstage hallways, and then you'd enter Omnia in this like secret door. And I learned that only like probably three or four years ago, right? So this like, is like a literal door that we did. Literal, oh, I thought you were talking literal doors. <laughs> no, I'm a very literal person. I thought you meant a literal door. No, I meant literal doors. So I was only thinking of a, doors. Another door to me, like, okay, so you, so Jeff was telling the story of, okay, we went to, we took a car to win to go to Delilah's house, like, but a figurative door we that took you took an opened, Uber. No, no. A figurative door, a figurative door was, hey, let's go get in the car. The rest of us following, following Master Ma were like, so should we call a car? Do we get in the taxi line? He just walked up to any of the black cars and said, hey, will you take us here and just get it? So we took a limousine from the Cosmopolitan to, to win because Jeff just walked up. Yeah, I just won like $3,000 playing craps. I, walk, I have extra money at that point. Why do I care if this guy would want to start us $115? We don't have to wait in a line. We're in a limo. We can tell him to go wherever, like whichever direction we want. Yeah. Right. It's perfect. Right. It just short circuits everything. So, two questions: Do you think Chang, like of all the cities you've been to in the world, do you think Vegas has the most is is the, has the most opportunities to like wire it to short circuit things to, to yeah. figure out to game uh, the system? To be, it, it, I'm not a college basketball expert, but I will say that I think I'm a a, 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 a savant at casinos around the world i've been to a lot i want to say everyone i've been to a lot of them yeah northern hemisphere southern hemisphere doesn't matter there's nothing like las vegas mm-hmm. monaco sucks. sucks does monaco suck why does sucks. monaco suck there's nothing fun there do you agree or disagree that monaco sucks it's just boring right okay. it's slow it's slow. slow a lot of russians you know <laughs> It's like more formal. Say right? no like, more. more. Say formal. no more. Um, there are a lot of casinos. Like Singapore is great, but it's very controlled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very, very, very sterile. The problem, honestly, with a lot of those the Asia places is they care about gambling too much. It's their job. Like and like it's just gambling, gambling, gambling. Whereas Vegas, you know, what really reinvented Vegas is when clubs and restaurants came here, and it just became this place where you could do tons of different. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have casinos like London has casinos, but the odds suck, and it's really more of a private club. And it's you know they're there, but they're not. You don't have the the, the plethora of options to do shit, yeah. right? If you go to casinos around the world, you're there to actually just gamble, right? And you don't have to come here to gamble, right? So, I mean, the other the other thing is, I what I think is Vegas does very well though. Like speaking to like the doors and to like I think what you're both saying, like ignorance is bliss. It's not a thing where you walk into any room and you say, Well, there's the fancy door, there's the medium door, and I'm over here. The, you don't know. The, 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 you don't know. You almost no every idea. casino has like four like you talk about check-ins. You have the regular check-in. In that regular check-in, you have uh, like a, a member club check-in, the the black card member check-in, the mm-hmm. person that has the most points check-in, all within the normal check-in. Right. Then there's an- another door that says VIP mm-hmm. entrance. Mm-hmm. Little do those VIPs know that that's not actually the Uber <laughs> VIP entrance. Right. 
here's a perfect example. Yeah, here's a perfect there's example. Three there's like three different logics. And then there's another VIP entrance yeah. for the real VIPs. But here's the thing. If you're a real, real VIP. They meet you. They meet you. They shit. check you in. You're not, you're, yeah. you, don't, you don't see shit. Yeah. They put you in the, the, the street side tower. Right. And you go. See, see that is the amazing thing. It's opaque between every layer. So the Which VIP doesn't know like, there's a super If you VIP. don't know, it's not a problem. Yeah, that's what's that's the miracle of Vegas. That's the miracle of it's Vegas. It's really a metaphor for life, right? <laughs> I mean, okay, but so the other thing that I, I don't I don't really understand, what you what you also just said was they meet you, right? Jeff is a high roller. Dave, like let's just like not mince words. These are you have lived the high roller lives here. Like, I did not even understand the idea of a casino host. What is that? They're your best friend. What do they do? I mean, what is it? Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, there, there's a essentially paid by the casino at some level. They're, mar so just, they're marketing executives. They're marketing yeah. Casino marketing. Yeah. Right. That's, what, right. that's the office they Just like in. an assassin is a human no, resources mean, they're, professional. They're, there's a lot of different levels of them, right? But essentially what they do is they try to make sure that whatever you need, mm. right, you get when you're here. So you get a limo from the airport. You get the room you want. They get you get the dinner reservations you want. Um, you know, but they also want you to gamble, okay. right? And then there's like private hosts who literally make money the more you lose, right? They make money off your losses, so they are your best friend, but they're not your best friend, right? To, at times, too. they're, they're my to make only you, best friend I have in my life. <laughs> they're trying to keep you happy as you lose money, so you'll. Yes, continue to do very so. Very much so. What is the high roller? What is what are the tiers of sports watching in Vegas? Like, what are the tiers of like highest possible experience to like your your average? I mean, we're here. This is you know basically the Cosmo has built a gigantic, crazy secondary sports book here. People are paying a lot of money to be on this side. People are paying more money to be on this side. But like, what are the ultimate tiers of this kind of thing? Yeah, I mean, I think for me at least. I like to watch sports at home, right? I like to like watch on my couch where like I can eat some food. But like if you're coming to Vegas and doing something like this, this is pretty good because it's not that crowded. There's good food. There's drinks. You're sitting on a couch, right? Um, I mean, but you don't, I, honestly, you come to Vegas to be in the mess, right? Mm -hmm. And you want to be in a sports book, a nice sports book. So like the Circa has an outdoor pool sports book that they call Stadium Swim. Like there's just all these different so the sports book down here is great. Like you can just hang and be around people with a huge crowd. That's the whole point of coming to Vegas. I don't necessarily want to be like sequestered off when I'm watching games in Vegas, unless I come with a bunch of my buddies. We want to go sit somewhere, you know, like uh, the Emerald Lagasse or whatever. He has like that thing over the Venetian Close. stadium. Yeah. I think it closed. Oh, closed. All right. So, but that was a great experience, you know, like there's those types of things that are good. So I mean, cause we've been talking like for the past month, Jane and I have been talking just about just the pros and cons of live sports, watching sports at home, coming to a sports book, whatever. I mean, Chang, you, when you were Vegas sports events live. So this is my question. Yeah, it's, but listen, I, I come, I've been in this room many times because we, we, we come here for the Super Bowl and the Cosmo has a great setup. This is my casino. It was the, my casino before I had a restaurant here. And uh, I know a lot about this place. It's my home really is like a home to me. This place is awesome to watch sports, but it's less about watching mm -hmm. and more about having a fun time with your friends, sports betting, yeah. all of these things. So 
if you're going to do something like this, it gives you the optionality to do a lot of different things, even within this room. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Is a live, because we talked, when you were listening sort of, Dave has like an unbelievable streak of luck when it comes to being at the right sporting event for crazy things happening. You can also tell who's got VIP access as to when you go to uh, T-Mobile. Is it T-Mobile Arena here? Yeah, T-Mobile. Who's closest to the rank? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> who's, the who's that person that's not a celebrity? Right. Well, that looks you like were a almost, You were almost killed by Khabib, so you were pretty close. <laughs> I was... That's, that whole thing's changed everything, right? The fact that they have so much live sporting events here now has changed everything with, like, the football stadium. Like, they're going to do the F1. Like, it's create, that's going to create a whole new class. F1 here is going to be the biggest week of all time in, in yeah. Vegas. I will, you'll be here. Yeah, yeah. We just made a big plan to come here last night. You're, uh, you're in on all of it, so. I have no choice. I think I got to cook my ass off that week. Really? I'm retired from cooking. <laughs> and yet, but I, I have to cook when I'm here. And yet, yeah, we made a plan last night to have some high-end Chinese food during Formula One week. So, like, I've so, I, there's so much here. I don't want this to be um, depressing for anybody that may not like get to these doors. There are a lot of doors I will never have access to. It doesn't bother me, right? But that's what I'm saying. It's like, like it there's so many levels of so Vegas that are great, right? Like, sometimes I used to just love to just walk on the strip from casino to casino and like play some slots, have some drink, like walk around with one of those big hurricane drinks and just, and it's super fun, like everything about it. Like my friend gets his own, like uh, Bellagio has their own, what's the, what's the rooms called when it's just like uh, the, the- Villa. The villas. Yeah. Caesars has theirs, mm -hmm. Wynn has theirs, where it's literally like, you don't have your host, you have, a whole staff of people there to just see but the a thing. Butler, the thing butler. that's crazy to me, is and I don't give a shit if I. I'm never going to get that. I'm okay. I like going to visit them right. and enjoying every, all the perks. Like they never even have to leave their 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 room because there's casino tables in their in their room. <laughs> you know, I mean, the thing is, you're you guys are both East Coast kids. You didn't necessarily. Maybe you did. You guys never had the experience of. Room at the Flamingo that eight eight twenty year olds are sleeping yeah, in so on the had. floor. You guys have this. Of course, like, of you've seen that side yeah. of Vegas too, though. Yeah, but so to your point though, some of those trips where you have no, you can't even get in the front door. No, you gotta wait till two o'clock for the five dollar table to open. <laughs> some of those are the most fun trips you can have too. Yeah, and you don't care. You know the other tiers exist, but you gotta wait. <laughs> you gotta gamble in the mid morning so that the table. Just to be clear, I, I used to go to Connecticut casinos. After my first class, all the time. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. My that's, first, I, I would say it's a genetic thing. You can say this. Asians have more of a, a predilection. Predilection to gambling. To, to math. Oh, sorry. To math. <laughs> to math-based competitions. Have gambling. I mean, a lot of people have gambling problems, but I, I, at least my family does. When I turn 18 years old, my dad sent me a limo from Valley's Casino. My brothers always said, dad gets cool when you get a little bit older. He sucks now, he's a little bit, he'll, he'll get cooler when you get older. And he's like, hey, uh, what are you doing? And it wasn't my birthday, but it was like, I was a freshman year in college. Yeah. And uh, it was like, 
present. Picked me up from Hartford, took me to Valley's Casino, and my dad taught me how to gamble with money. Like, oh, really, gamble. God. Even... I wasn't 18. I was 21. Yeah, I mean, I was just thinking, When I turned 21, literally oh. in my head, I was thinking, is, that, is there a lower gambling age? <laughs> and, like, he, he taught me everything. And it was the first time in my life at that time that I actually had a moment where he wasn't Joe Chang, the fucking prick. <laughs> he wasn't Joe Chang, you suck, why don't you play golf? He was like, you're my friend. This is how he has a good time. He was a, you know, I think we all, we all have this recognition at some point. And for us who grew up with a certain perception, you it's cool when finally you see, oh, my dad's a human being who likes things. That's, isn't, that, isn't that the whole it's relationship? A, but it was he also the game that was the first things. time he knew that he could communicate yeah. in a language that I would also understand. So it was a common commonality. First time ever. Yeah. Had you gambled before? No. Uh, no. I mean, I played like three card poker and shit like that in, co in right. high school, right. but I never. What table I won games did he teach you? Blackjack. Really? Crafts. Baccarat. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. amazing. The BBC. I didn't know I was going to get parenting advice yeah. on this podcast. Yeah. So I was like, I kind of feel like my son's about to turn six, so in 15 years, yeah. it's perfect. Yeah. I mean, it's not, listen, I understand that gambling, there's a lot of people that, you know, abhor the thought that we're even doing this in a casino. I get it, yeah. but for all the good that can happen here, there's equally the bad, clearly. But like, for me, I can't explain it other than that. It, it brings me joy, so, so it brings me happiness. you're gonna like, are you gonna teach Hugo? 1,000 fucking percent. Really, interesting. I just, I, 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 I the one it, thing early on my dad did was talk, I think, in my dad's, my, one of my dad's side jobs was being a, 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 a bookie because he, he had his best friend was Jimmy the Greek. They call him Jimmy the Greek, huh? And uh, they would always have a spreadsheet Not of everything. Not the literal Jimmy the Greek. They called him Jimmy the Greek because he owned a sub shop. Got it. And his name was Jimmy. Yeah. Got it. And there was, was Jimmy Greek? the Greek at CBS too, but yeah. that's all sort of why. Yeah. Anyway, I blocked a lot of that shit out, but like, the one thing my dad would never let me do was sports bet, mm. ever. Because he knew it was so bad. So you not Are you still bet? to this day? Yeah. I've done it occasionally. Right. And sometimes there's a season I did when I bet the Pacers when Roy Hibbert was there and they were two, two up against Miami and I, I lost my fucking ass. But outside of that, I haven't really gambled. Oh, and I bet against Floyd Mayweather too many times. But outside <laughs> of that, outside of that, I know I don't sports book. Right? Yeah, but it's interesting because that—that's—I mean, this is not because real. Bra it's brainwashing. I can't do it. This is not real parenting advice. Not real parenting advice. But there's something in that nugget, though, of when if you if you're as a parent, you say, "Don't ever do X category of thing. Never gamble." Like you create this taboo and this attraction to it, yeah. as opposed to like, oh, you know what? Let's let's have drinks together. Let's go gambling together. But like, this is where my limit is. Yeah. And you re you show them like a more realistic side of how you actually so look the, at it. The reason different. I ask them is like because I I think a lot about with my son, right? Like how my sons, like how am I going to present gambling to them? Right? It's clear that I'm not going to be able to be like, oh, don't gamble. That'd be the most hypocritical thing in the world. They know that, right? 
like so I have to figure out like how do I present it in a way that's like social and fun and it's more like the reason I love craps is because it's social and it's fun like you're playing at a table right and so I love like, it because I'm anti-social <laughs> and right. anti-fun like, anti-fun anti-anyone else's fun right so it's just like it's one of those things that like I think a lot about how I'm going to bring it bring gambling to my kids you know, this is gonna sound again crazy. That day when we went gambling in, in Atlantic City, we actually had a really proper lunch somewhere. First time I had turtle soup with Sherry. Um, they love turtle soup in here. Turtle soup, turtle soup. <laughs> Sherry. Sherry. I was like one of those kids that would be like so mad. My don't smoke cigarettes. Don't smoke cigarettes. I can't believe you smoke cigarettes, Dad. We were gambling. People like to smoke cigarettes when they gamble. And he's like, I'm going to smoke. Don't give me a shit. And he's like, here, I know you smoke too. Oh, fuck. Are you serious? Yeah, and it sounds fucked up. You're having a father-son cigarette? No, but see, I was actually, when we were talking about this, I was actually, the first thing that came to mind was talking about something like smoking with your kids, right? Because my daughter knows smoking is bad. And she has asked point blank, have you ever smoked a cigarette? And I think that what would be worse, what, what would be way worse would just be deny, 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 and then to find, and then for her to find out that you lied. You know? Would you rather say, I've, I've who, had who a, knew I've had that a cigarette? Be a, yeah. Who knew that at Hoops and Hops, we'd have a dad's episode? I love it, man. I love it. Uh, that's like real parenting, right? Like figuring out how to deal with all, like all that other stuff. This is like the real stuff figure out how to bring your kids in the world and like introduce them to vices that you know they're going to get introduced to right but do it in a way that like they don't feel like they can't talk to you about it if they ever get into trouble or you can't share it with them like i mean i'm my my son like we will play video games together or do something like that we'll play card games together and we'll take a break and it, he calls it the milk and wine break because he goes get milk and I go get wine. And he goes, Daddy, you can have a, you know, you like to have a glass of wine, so. I mean, I will say, so like my parents never, I never once, I think from the time, until I was 22, I never saw my parents have a sip of alcohol. Yeah. Never drank a single thing. And I will say when I started drinking, like I went way, way overboard because I was like, what is this thing you've been hiding from me this whole time? And I think there's something to be said for it. I don't know. Do you guys think so? We're 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 here with back on the sports thing. Chang, are you gonna try to pass on your sports team alliances to the kids? I don't give a fuck about. I I, I went to a college where, but general 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 no. teams. You don't care until Daniel Snyder fucking sells the team. Fuck. I, 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 no, every year I root for the worst. Team. That's going to be the worst team. So no, I don't have an allegiance to right. anything. Are you going to pass any sports allegiances on? Or are you going to try I'm to I'm trying them? to. Yeah. My oldest, who is such a troll, that any team he sees me rooting for, he roots for the other team. He thinks yeah. it's hilarious. So it's good, like, good boy. Yeah. So it's just, it. I mean, I'm hoping that he doesn't end up liking the Bay Area teams where I live now and ends up liking the Boston teams where I grew up. No. I'm trying to, like, Don't hope for last, that. so last year I had a big futures bet on the Celtics to win it all, right? And so I'm really, and I'm a Celtics fan also, so I'm, like, excited about it. I told him that I'd buy him a really good toy if the Celtics won the championship. I'm trying to bribe his fandom, right? And it just, it didn't take, right? 
I feel like the Celtics losing was because I ruined the purity of that relationship by trying to bribe my son <laughs> with toys. But he did every once in a while ask, did the Celtics win yet? And I'm like, well, they won a game. Speaking of basketball, do we hang out in the, uh, the, the NBA Finals? Yes. Oh, fuck. Yes. <laughs> it's that was Francisco. the last time we saw each other. Do you last year. That? Oh, my That's God. We were trying to find a ride scooters. Yeah, we were trying to get from the the stadium or the arena to the St. Regis, where oh. all of our friends By were. the way, scooters from Chase Center, anywhere you need to go, is the only way to go. No, but, but we, we were, were trying to download the app to ride the scooter. Us, I know. That's what neither we of us had ever done it before. Oh, it's the best. We couldn't get the app to work. Yeah. It was me, him, and another guy. And Chang was like, this is the best content in the world. How is no one filming this? Like the two of us literally not being able to get these scooters to work. Yeah. And neither of us ever having ridden one before. And, and that's we're like pretty a, drunk. That's a, yeah. And that's a three mile drive. I know. To say, I mean, it's not the safest thing. But scooters from, from uh, either there or I've taken scooters from the crypto arena. I think like that's the way to go. Although I will say this as a big boy Asian, if you ride side by side with somebody else, your scooter will go noticeably slower than their scooter. <laughs> I, I got a funny story. I think you were there at the lounge, right? Somebody comes up to me and they're like, I'm just a huge fan. I love, I love, 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 love the, your chili crunch. I love your noodles. I love everything. Chili crunch. Chili, chili crunch. crunch. <laughs> and they were like super, super fucking like into it. Uh-huh. And it was so much so that I was like, whoa, shot a little startled. <laughs> And I was like, oh, thank you very much. And we're great. And they're like, how the fuck do you know her? I'm like, what the fuck is she? That's Coach's wife. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Kerr's wife. Kerr's wife. That's fucking amazing. Thank you for all the support. <laughs> sorry for <laughs> Anyway, sorry. We got sidetracked. I was like, shit. When did I was like, that was a funny ass night. You just blacked in. Yeah. That was a classic black in moment where you're like, wait a minute. Is this I, a thing, blacking, or is that your? I've never no, heard that. Blacking is the. I was like telling someone this story because yesterday we were standing next to a crapless craps table. Have you ever played that? No. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I crapless craps. They have one at they have one at Palace Station. They have one. They have one here too, and they have one at. Uh, it's a new thing that they're doing. All like, uh, so they were talking to me about it, and I was like, oh, the last time I was at a crapless crap table, I blacked in at it. I blacked in, and I'm at a table where there's no two, three at all. They're all numbers. And I'm like, where am I and what's going on? And I had a bunch of chocolate chips in front of me. So I was like, just Chocolate chips all. are uh, 25,000? 5,000. 5,000. 5, 5, I mean, back in the day, 5,000. They're probably 25,000 now. <laughs> <laughs> the I see, like, okay, here's the thing is like, you were, uh, we were, you were yesterday you kept on asking, am I going to gamble? Am I going to gamble? And I couldn't really convey that I actually get a great deal of pleasure just watching people gamble and the fact that you just like nothing tickled me more than hearing you guys just talk about chocolate chips <laughs> like that's they never gamble with Jesus. with who what slacks like the no no is that fun I've, I, I've seen it oh are those like, like the rectangular things like half a million to a million dollars yeah you've seen people what? gamble these oh yeah like it's the things awesome. that you see like James Bond shit I've seen it where it has to be called in on the, the size of the bet Talk about secret, secret, see, I secret I just want to see it. I just want to see it. I just want to feel near that near that danger. Um, One of the highlights of my life seeing this guy do this is fucking amazing. It's crazy. That's a lot of money. Anyway, so 
Should we get into, you want to start getting, we started talking about this. You were talking about, when we talk about sports watching, you said you like to be at home because you can well, sit so, on your couch and eat. Yeah, I mean, so here's the thing with this. Like, at one level, like, to his point, coming out for a big sporting event with your boys to, like, Vegas and the whole thing, that's amazing, right? And to be in an experience like this is amazing. But if it's just, like, at home, yeah, I want to I want to eat good food. I want to drink good wine. Like, I want to be... In that world. Interesting. Are you a, what, what do you mean when you say good food when you're eating, watching sports? Anything. It's just anything. I mean, I just want food I know, like, I can, yeah, like things I cook or what. I mean, I don't know. Like, I. But I, you're not eating, are you eating the prototypical bar, like sports bar food at home? You're not ordering chicken wings and fries. No. No, never. No, never, right? That's gotta, you gotta go out for this. No. I mean, like, I want to. I sit down for a big bowl of dumplings and like eat some, eat, watch some food. Watch is some this food. an underrated thing he's describing? Wine and dumplings, watching sports. Is that maybe he's fifty years old? He's distinguished. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also like I talk. We talk about this. Like we we uh, we talk about this one question. We ask every guest that's on our podcast, and it's what's the most unrelatable food that you like? Like what? And it's like a great question because it makes people think about what it means to be unrelatable. Like what is the most unrelatable food you like because it all came from someone asking us on our podcast what what we like to eat when we watch sports and i like to sit and drink wine and eat truffle potato chips right and my my buddy that i do the podcast with eats smoked mussels out of a can and then someone on twitter said these are the two least relatable humans in the world because of what they eat you know when they watch sports so you know what's the when least relatable sports? food that you eat when you watch sports I don't know if I, is anything unrelatable? I mean, eating a can of smoked mussels and Escabeche sauce is fucking weird. <laughs> that's not unrelatable. That's just fucking weird. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. I mean, some friends a psychopath. Just crack open. But is it like, is it just, you're, he, he likes tinned seafood generally. It just happens to be something. Or is it just, ooh, it's game time. <laughs> he's, he's an odd human. He'll be the first to admit that he's an odd human. <laughs> and that's just one example of it. Okay, fair yeah. enough. I mean, for me, I'm not. there's nothing. What I want are fried chicken stuff. You know? Yeah. I'm going to make I'm gonna make you guys so angry at me, and I might get kicked off this podcast, but I like breaded chicken wings. I like fried breaded chicken wings. I really do. I think that they're delicious. You spent too much time in the fucking San Francisco area. Probably. All right, should we get into the bracket? Should we do the business we're here for? There's so many more topics to talk about. We're gonna get into a bunch. We still got a bunch of time. We can get, I think it's time. So so Chang and I set this up in the last episode. 64. Well, actually a good podcast, like just note, we should talk about these doors and any facet of culture. How many doors are there that you don't know about? Yeah, I mean, there because there are doors everywhere. Oh, everywhere. Everywhere there Chinese are doors. Eating Chinese food here in this town. Fucking doors upon doors upon I doors. I mean, well, the, the, pro, the, the archetypal door is the, the ultimate, Chinese restaurant menu. No, no. Yes. No, the ultimate door is I'm coming, somebody from the casino that only deals with whales. On average, I think that a whale is someone that bets half a million dollars line of credit. I, there's only like one per week now, I think. That's a little old data. It used to be a lot more. Especially pre-COVID. 
But when you have people that are, you know, you're trying to get businesses against all the casinos around the world. So you offer rebates, buybacks, and buyback is if you lose money, you get a discount, yeah. things like this. But you have to like increase the perks. The ultimate fucking Chinese food, and I know this, is okay, but you need to fly in this chef from this restaurant. Get out of here. No. Facts. Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. See, this is a door I am actually pissed to not be able to walk through. I'm so yeah. mad about that. But that's how some of these chefs got restaurants. That's here. how they got stuck yeah. here. Yeah. They come here. And they couldn't go back. <laughs> they couldn't go back. They flew right so out. They you have to describe it as that's how some of these chefs got restaurants here. Dave simultaneously said, that's how some of these chefs got stuck here. No, it's like, <laughs> like they didn't want to leave. Like the, the Cantonese food here is fucking, fucking unreal. And most people will never taste how good that Cantonese food is. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership, visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. 2023 Dave Chang Show at the Cosmopolitan Las Vegas. Bar food tournament of champions. I think we're just gonna go matchup by matchup. Try to go quickly, at least in the beginning. Our bracket got fucked up. Princeton beat goddamn Arizona. We're oh, done. We're out of here. <laughs> What's the equivalent on this though? I, we're gonna find out. Trust me, we're gonna have some upsets. Well, we're, all right. We're gonna start in the fried fried region. We're gonna discuss. So the I think the rules that we as if fried as, division. If we all agree, I think we got the rules. She went to MIT. We're good. But as, <laughs> but we should just. It's just gonna be a straight up and down vote, right? Each yeah. one of us is gonna place a vote for one of these. Whoever has the most is gonna move yeah. on. Fried region first matchup. We're just being, we can the things we're in agreement. We all know fried chicken. One, move one, we, we should do it for the audience. There's people. No, all, fuck the audience. Fried chicken <laughs> in the one seed. Fried pickles in the 16 seed. Fried, fried chicken. chicken. Fried chicken's gonna move on. Can I get a fried chicken? In the uh, all the sensitive fried pickle people pissed off right now. <laughs> in the eight nine matchup, we've got jalapeno poppers in the eight slot, taquitos in the nine slot. This is a close matchup, I yeah, feel. That's why it's an eight nine. I'm gonna say taquitos. Poppers, poppers. Right, it's got to You want to? You want to say anything else for taquitos here? You're not gonna sway me, so no. no. It's fine. All right. This is like the Murdoch trial. poppers, please. Let me change my poppers. As the as the uh, as our production gets the poppers going, in a five-twelve matchup, we've got chat. How much chat have you eaten in your day? Not a ton. Indian snacks, a lot of fried, delicious yeah. stuff within the chat. You got samosas Cannon, and everything. Samosas, yeah. pow bhaji, all the stuff that you want to eat. Pakora versus egg rolls as a twelve seed. Chat, chat for me. 
I mean, I personally want to do egg rolls, but the sheer diversity of chat has to win. It's kind of like not fair though, right? It's like there, it's like egg rolls is a one trick pony. It's true. The chat's like a bunch of different stuff. Isn't that just like basketball though? You like have teams you, who can do a lot. If you don't say chat, it doesn't matter what I say. What I'm trying to say is you want to do chat because you don't want to piss off a, a, like a billion 1. people. 1.5 billion yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Chicken wings versus the fried fish world. Now this includes fish and chips and fried anchovies, little things like that. Chicken wings, come chicken on. Chicken wings. I don't know how chicken wings got such a poor seed. Talk to this guy. They were a one seed originally. Yeah. All right. It's a two seed, right? They're a four seed because you moved some other ones in front of it. In the six, twelve, in the six eleven. It lost a lot. It lost a couple games before the regular season end. All right. That's right. That's right. Empanadas versus croquettes and fritters. Potato croquettes. Empanadas. Empanadas. Empanadas for yeah. sure. All right. Empanadas. In the fritter the... makes me feel like I'm at like a bad wedding where they're passing those things out to me. I was like, what is this thing? I think it's a pretty another pretty easy one. In the three seed, we've got nachos, queso versus fried vegetables. Yeah, queso. This is no, John Jones versus... All right, before... <clears throat> okay, maybe it's John Jones, but say, is there a fried vegetable that you were fond of? I just choked out Gane. Put fucking <laughs> all right, nachos, nachos on. All right, seven ten seed onion like, rings. What about like fried Brussels leaves? That's a pretty good. That's like a good I see. One. I like a little. Yeah. I like a fried cauliflower. No battered cauliflower. I'm not even a fan of nachos, but there's no way. <laughs> all right, onion rings in the seven seed versus ten seed. The fried calamari shrimp clams world. Onion rings. Too. Onion rings. Yeah. Onion rings are delicious. You're going calamari, aren't you? The calamari Loser. boy. Yeah. <laughs> Onion rings, please. I'm gonna be honest here. We're being a little predictable because Noel, who's standing over here, has been ready to hand me the winner every single time. She knows. We haven't surprised her yet. All right. Two seed mozzarella sticks in 15. Are you familiar with this? In Australia, every bar has a chicken parm, and that's their sort of Can national I be honest? pub food. I spent a lot of time in bars. You don't agree with me with this, but I, it's no, I real. spent a lot of time in bars. I spent a lot of time. My downstairs where I lived was the sports book betting bar. I never saw a chicken parm. It is there. It's time to trust me on this. But are they going to upset mozzarella sticks? No. no. Mozzarella sticks. All right. So that's the first round in the fried region. I don't think there are any no upsets. Real upsets. No upsets. Moving down into the mostly raw cured section. Our one seed is sausages and hot dogs. Our 16 seed is crudite. We'll move those sausages on. That's to the a next D3 round. school, man. Get that shit out of here. <laughs> I'm surprised you even made the turn. Yeah. Crudite really belongs to the NIT. That was a weak ass conference. <laughs> that's an NIT team. All right. So I need sausages and hot dogs. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, 
tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. So the matchup in the 8-9 seat is pickles versus oysters. I don't want to eat either. You got to pick one. I mean, pickles probably. Oysters is like a weird thing to eat at a sports, like at a sport. Fried oysters. Fried oysters. Pickles. Pickles. Okay. Pickles, please. And also, Gabby. You know, pickles is, is a, like Iona College. Uh, coached by Rick the, Pitino now. Yeah. And you're like, pickles could be really having a big comeback. Five is guacamole against 12 cheese curds. It will piss off a lot Ooh. of fucking people from Wisconsin. Ooh. Is I, that a little mode of Vigius Hart? I, I love hard guacamole, food? but I kind of feel like cheese curds are sneaky good. They real, I, I think they are. They're sneaky good. I don't give a shit about I cheese curds. I got to pick a few upsets. <laughs> guacamole is you cannot way more, upset guacamole. way more than cheese curds. You can't. Uh, I, I agree with you. I'm did. saying, like, I, it's, I'm a, my I know fried cheese curds, like, uh, it's great. All right. I, I hear you, but it's there not. There's some really shitty guacamole that you'll get where you're just like, this basically barely tastes like. But cheese curds can be bad too. Like a like a lukewarm to room temp mozzarella stick is still good. Is the floor lower for cheese curds or guacamole? Cheese curds have to hit like 70% of the shots. Cheese curds have to be like Villanova versus Georgetown in 1984. Not they a have to play a perfect game. Almost a perfect game for it to beat guacamole. I'm right. not saying it's not possible. Right. And guacamole can have a pretty bad game and still win. You know? Fair. All right. Guacamole Cheese curds have on. to Fair. play a perfect game. In the four seed, we've got cured meat. The 13 seed is a Southeast Asian nod, nam prick, and like relishes that are made with like spicy relishes you eat with vegetables and things. I'm going to give my vote to that one. I'm going cured meat. Me too. Cured meat. Cured meat it is. I love non brick. Like, like on, can right? I get an Iberico ham? Yeah. As like Iberico ham. I'll give it. All right. Iberico yeah, ham. Mortadella, please. Sashimi in the sixth seed. Olives in the 11th seed. Olives. Bar. Again, it's like a bar. It's like weird to eat sashimi. Okay, not bar. here though. If you were in like an izakaya. Izakaya with a TV watching sports? Yeah. 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 I'll take sashimi, sure. I'm still going olives. I'm going sashimi on this one. Oh, wow. No, it's Woo! sashimi. You, you handed me the wrong one. <laughs> Noel is shocked over there. All right, three seed cheese, 14 seed, the quintessential tapas gilda pincho. Are you familiar with this one? Toothpick skewer. It's a very famous pincho in Spain. It's olive, pepper, and anchovy. Bar, bar, like the best bar food. This is I my Christian, go it's the Christian Leitner of bar <laughs> food. This right, is a 14-3. I'm, I'm a 14 on this. I'm Gilda Pincho. I'm going the Pincho. That's a big upset. Over cheese. We just eliminated the whole category of cheese. Just you have it. plenty of cheese everywhere. Gilda Pincho. Not so much cheese. Upset city. Tinned and cured fish. People fucking love tinned cured fish in here. 
versus chips and salsa. Tin and cured seafood, let's say, including your your friend's beloved mussels, against caviar. I, again, two teams that I don't know how they made the tournament. Yeah. I'm going to go with caviar just because, like, you can put caviar on something that just makes it feel I might more be boring. A seafood guy, which gives the vote to you. His weirdo friend, the psychopath, inspired me. Tin, 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 tin fish over caviar. At least we have a story of somebody actually wanting to eat something tinned while watching like, Well, sports. there's this one guy that does it, and he's like one of the best professional bettors in the world, yeah. so. That's the end of our second region. Couple upsets there. Over to the sort of grilled, baked, sauteed region. I think it's a group of death, to be honest with you. Fried I'm scared to say soft pretzels because I feel like there's going to be some agent that's going to come take me away for being a communist, right? It's no. fried potatoes in the one seed. The yeah, whole world fried of fried potatoes. potatoes. Fried potatoes. This is not what you told me last night. You said you were going to stand up for soft pretzels. No, I was kidding. <laughs> I never said that. Fried potatoes, please. In the 8-9 matchup, yakitori versus kebabs. It's a real good 8-9 matchup. I'm going to say kebabs. Kebabs also I want to include within, like, kebabs and kebabs. Chwama and stuff. Yeah. Kebabs. All right. Kebabs. I'm a yakitori man, but these guys both said kebabs. You're just tired of Glendale. I'm just tired of Glendale, man. Uh, in the 5-12 matchup, number five is rib. This is the pork on pork matchup. Riblets in the 12 seed, Bosom. I gotta say Bosom around this guy. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't but, know. Oh, but what is he saying when he says Bosom? What kind of Bosom are you talking about? Though? Both style, all pork. Yeah. But, are, but are, you so, are you talking about Chang style Bosom or are you talking about? Both. That's the Bosom I live yeah. and love. Yeah, so. both. Okay. People eat that in sports all the time. Okay. So Bosom over Riblets? I'm Bosom over I'm, Riblets. I think Bosom. We sell a shit ton during sports. Riblets is like a weird, it's a weird part of the pig that I have no idea what part of the pig it is. What's <sighs> in the little ribs? But they're riblets. Like, what does that even mean? Riblet is actually, is it the spare rib? I don't know. This is the unrelatable matchup. This is like all the, our people from England and Europe. The 413 matchup is meat pies versus scotch egg. It's got to be meat pie pies. Meat pies all day long. Meat pies. I'll take a pasty all day long. Poutine is a six seed. Oh. Gyoza and dumplings is an 11 seed. Gyoza and dumplings. It's because I'm not, yeah, gyoza and dumplings for me. Asian people don't hate me. Poutine. Oh, shit, dude. Explain the appeal of poutine. Gravy and french fries. <laughs> this is where you get cheese curds. This is the only place they can survive. So, like, it's explain gyoza to me this. Like, you're very big on food texture, right? Doesn't like the poutine and the gravy kill no. the texture of crispy fries? No, no. You want soggy crispy. It's a little bit like General says chicken. Don't you like soggy crispy? I like the crispy pieces the best. Though. To each his own. I'm personally voting. The the, the deciding. Oh, okay. Yes. Here's the dumplings for me. I'm coming with you, Jeff. Hey, Quebec. I I tried. Quesadillas in the three seed. Thai Gayang grilled chicken in the 14th. Uh, totally under I literally just had breakfast quesadilla. Yeah. Underseated. 
What was in those breakfast quesadillas? Just egg with I cheese? Know. I, I, I like needed something in my stomach to absorb egg, the egg, egg and some meat product. Yeah. Uh, potato skins as potato a seven skin. seed. Potato Crawfish boils a 10. It's a, it's a potato skin runaway. Potato uh, skins don't make a tournament every year. But when they do, they go deep. Who are they? What does that mean? Who are they? I don't know. I mean, yeah. Who doesn't show up every Syri time? They're like Syracuse. They're like Syracuse. But sometimes they have a fabulous freshman named Carmelo Anthony on playing on the team, and they fucking go all the way. The 2-15 matchup, we've got Sliders and Schweinschaxe, which is a crispy fried German pork hock. I feel like Sliders is yeah. pretty obvious here. Although some of these things that you guys are introducing me that I never knew I want to eat. So I would vote for so, them. So to that point, I feel like these are all good teams. You want to have a Schweinschaxe at some point in your life. I'm, I'm going pork hock. You're going pork hock? Yeah. Could this be a 15-2? You're a slider man. Because you haven't had slider. the Shrine's shock. I have to be loyal to slider. I already have the slider in my hand, but I've eaten both well, I'm just of thinking these about things. like if I were at a restaurant and they're like, you can have the sliders or this weird thing that you've never tried before. That's but it's what really I'm trying good. to say. So I would that's probably what, go That's to how sliders. I've been deciding it internally. Yeah. You know what? If I here's how I'm deciding it. If right now somebody came up to me with a plate of sliders or a crispy pork cock. I would eat that crispy pork hock. Right. You guys haven't been making that decision like that? I need the shine What? Man, I think we need to redo this whole thing. We just had a 15 over two over. upset. This is the mostly packaged region. The one seed in this region is pizza flatbread against the 16 seed dried seafood, your dried squids and things like that. Anybody want to try to fight? I'm going dried squid. I'm going pizza flatbread. Are you being, are you just being contrarian? I like or make the case. Korean. Koreans eat the shit out of it. But no, it's like. With beer and dried squid? Well, more bar food. I feel dried seafood is more bar food to me than pizza. Pizza's my favorite, arguably my favorite food. So all you pizza fuckers, like, get the, all get you the pizza fuck out. fuckers. <laughs> Can you? Well, so here's the thing like, there's a bar. In the Bay Area, right, in Marin, where I live, yeah. that is elevated bar food and great TVs. And they have some of the best pizza in Marin, which is not saying much because the food where I live sucks. But I, and I love pizza. I just could never vote against pizza. That like, might have been your most pizza. unrelatable take. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I like Shane, pizza. I'm considering what you're saying as a bar food. Bar food that you want to eat. Listen. The last time I saw, when I was last in New York, we saw the um, the Tampa Bay versus Dallas game, the Monday night where Tampa Bay got blown out. Saw that in a bar in the Bowery, and we got pizza, and it was really good. Mm -hmm. I, I I love pizza, and I don't want these motherfuckers from St. Louis being like, and I don't want these motherfuckers from Chicago being like, you didn't get the tavern pizza. Shut the fuck up. I'm not saying that it's not delicious at all. I'm simply saying, Koreans eat dried squid. Chinese love dried squid too. Is this insane? It happens. I mean, this is like, you know, Virginia losing, Virginia lost, right? I'm still looking with pizza. I don't care if it's unrelatable to like pizza, which clearly it shouldn't be. Uh-oh, this is very dramatic. What is he gonna choose? It's very dramatic. 
What is he going to choose? Yes! yes! It's the 16 over one upset. It's the 16 over This is insane. I want to take my name off this podcast. 8-9 <laughs> matchup. Nuts. The whole category of nuts. Yeah. From unshelled peanuts yes, to nuts. 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 Mixed crunchies. Nuts. Nuts. Checks mixed mix? crunchies. Uh, nuts. Nuts. All right. Mixed crunchies nuts. are the shit you eat when you're at like the St. Regis bar. Yeah, where yeah, they're like, yeah. Do you have something to eat Wasabi peas and yeah. shit. No. 5-12. Spinach artichoke dip in the 5 seed. The 12 seed is cheese puffs and crackers. Artichoke dip. Artichoke dip. Artichoke dip is delicious. Artichoke, <laughs> artichoke dip is the winner. And you don't even need to talk about what the receptacle is. Again, for, like, right? what do you want to eat? You know, either or, right? I'm not choosing cheese puffs with artichoke dip. It's just not. This is this is this makes it very clear. If I had, a, if, there, if there were two plates in front of me, I'm never taking cheese puffs over artichoke. And which is dip. why I'm trying to say I legitimately would take dried seafood over pizza. Uh, the four seed is the world of meatballs. Thirteen seed is corn nuts. I, I, I'm meatball man. Meatball corn man nuts. all the way. Corn nuts. corn nuts. Yeah, fuck yeah. I'm dude. going back to I'm going back this to this nuts. whole thing. Like I'm in a sports yeah. bar. What do I want? I'm not ordering. Like you got to use a fucking meatballs fork and knife not, to eat them. It's I, like, listen, I don't think meatballs are bar food, but no. people say it is. It's a shitty bar food. No, it's a little I toothpick. Agree. Meatballs are a nit. Frilly toothpick. Get that shit out of here. Meatballs are like back to back to back nit champions, though. Let's be honest here. All right, in the six eleven, we've got corn dogs and kushiage. Fried battered meat against popcorn. It's a hard one, dude. It's hard. Because popcorn is such a great snack to eat. But fried like shit on a stick? I know. But you know, like when you're when you're like have eaten as much as you want to eat, but you, you want to eat, eat a little bit more, you eat popcorn. Just because you want something salty in your mouth. But I'm gonna go to Chase point in a recent episode. The popcorn has to be like out of the little popcorn. Yeah, yeah, machine. but that's yeah, the thing. Sure. Bar usually always has I that. Have that. And they're great. I'm, I'm a fried meat. Uh, not only that, like I listen, if they had a popcorn machine here, I'd we're watching the game. Right now. We're starting that before I get the beer. If and it, it's uh, probably gonna be refilled four to five times. And after we've eaten, we're still gonna eat, get another bowl of popcorn. Absolutely. I'm popcorn. But if you could only have one. That's what I'm trying to say. Popcorn. Popcorn. Popcorn it is. It's a big that's an upset. That's an upset. This one is the this, hardest this, one. This region's gonna be like, how did that team make this? Yeah. Make these four lines and scratchings in, in, in the UK. I don't even know. The, I, how against, is this? Against, this what, what, what is this ranking? Pork rinds are a three seed. I go pork rinds. And jerky is a 14 pork seed. I go pork how did jerky get low, so low? He must have lost a lot of games. It's, it's, it's clear for, for, for Jeff that pork rinds here. Pork rinds. This is like dividing a baby in half. I don't know. Listen, I, I, my call sign in Top Gun is pork rum. Here's my thinking here. I don't think that, for me, jerky, you you have a lot of stories of going to bars and eating jerky. So much jerky. I have less experience eating jerky in bars. I think it's, I'm a pork rind. I'm, I'm a jerky. All right. Pork rinds. It's bullshit. <laughs> Seven seed, ten seed, sausage rolls against rice puffs and crackers. I'm going sausage roll. Yeah, sausage roll for me too. It's very Aussie. I mean, we had meat pies winning. We're trying to be more woke 
around representation. We're trying to be more woke. And down in the 215 matchup, potato chips and crisps in the two seed, 15 crunchy pretzels. What's a crunch? Oh, just shitty like pretzels. Regular, shitty regular pretzels. pretzels. Shitty pretzels. I'm going to go chips and crisps. Chips, chips. chips. Chips and crisps. Oh, and if you say crisps, that includes french fries, right? No. No, that's fried potatoes. Oh, got it. All right. That's the first round completed. Okay, guys, that's it for part one of our first ever on location podcast at the Cosmopolitan of Las Vegas doing hoops and hops. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you to the Cosmo for hosting us. It was insane in there. Uh, I'm not sure how many people uh, even knew what the hell was happening with the basketball game and us recording. But if you want to hear the epic conclusion to the bar food tournament of champions, the definitive tournament of champions about bar food, tune in on Thursday for part two. Give us five stars.